Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.com. AA.book. And as always, so glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I am glad. Grateful I have no desire to drink. say that from my heart. You don't have to feel that way, but I do. I'm sober because of a power greater than myself. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm sober today and have no desire to drink today because of a power greater than myself. It's not me. No question in my mind. No doubt about it. If I mess around with this, I will drink again. There's no doubt. The big book is so clear on why people relapse. It's so crystal clear. It's not vague in the big book. It's very concise. If you listen to people talk about why people relapse, you get the impression that nobody really knows but the big book knows, and it's big book's very, very crystal clear on it. And I've seen it for 31 years, and I believe every word of it. I have not had one conversation, one interaction, ever, since 1989, that has led me to believe that what the big book says is not absolutely 100% accurate. That's very comforting. To me, it makes sense why people are as happy as they are. Why people are as unhappy as they are. Why people battle as much as they do. Why people don't battle. Why people relapse. It makes complete sense. If you really look at that big book. I'm not talking about some other subjects that could be brought up like trauma and grief and personality disorders and taking all that into consideration when I say that. There's nothing in the big book that does not ring true in my personal experience and my experience from sitting in the front row in the world of recovery 
It's very comforting to me. So I brewed up a new batch of the coffee today. I used a whisk. Acted like I was like, I don't know, making a cake or taffy or something. Look like a candy maker or something. I tried to be all a Willy Wonka about it with the whisk. I was making this, you know, special blend and smelling it. and I was psycho. But about to have my second sip of it, and I'll tell you how good it is. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Today, on this beautiful Friday, I thought we would talk about the phrase life on life's terms. A lot of people use that phrase. A lot of people love that phrase. Many fine people probably disagree with everything I'm about to say. I'm going to share with you my thoughts about life on life's terms. Life on life's terms, to me, this is my perception. Correct me if I'm wrong. Life on life's terms, to me, sounds like life's terms suck. Like life's terms are a disappointment. If life were on my terms, things would be better. But since they're on life's terms, it's just life on life's terms. It sounds like a drag to me. It sounds like I know how it's supposed to go. It'd be nice if it was on my terms, but it's not on my terms. Where Alcoholics Anonymous has taught me to embrace life's terms. Whatever they are. Find God in whatever they are. No exception. If trouble comes, says our big book, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence, God's endless, limitless power, endless and limitless omnipotence. And if I'm just saying to myself, it's life on life's terms, I'm saying, where is that in there? Where is demonstrating God's omnipotence in that phrase? It sounds resigned to me. It sounds like it's not ideal. And I've just had such a different experience where the whole thing is ideal. Here talking, sitting up. There's breath inside me. And I'm sober right now. I'm already in the black. I say life on life's terms. When I hear that, I think 
it's not optimum. It's not ideal. I never hear it meant to make things sound like they're like incredible. Oh my God, I got this, I got that. I feel this good. It's life on life's terms, man. It's always, well, I had a plan. It's not going that way, but it's life on life's terms. I mean, do you follow? I mean, am I crazy? Am I making sense? I can hear I can hear it now. <laughs> I can hear some people now. Well, that voice always comes in. Well, I know, but, you know, my dog died. Or, I know, but I just found out that there's always some exception wanting to be made. Something. Some argument against the limitless power of God. No. You might as well say, I understand that, but I'm going to decide to be unhappy. Or I'm going to decide to keep God out of this. I know how it's supposed to go. I I have terms. I have terms. My terms are really good. Years ago, I had a succession of deeply traumatizing events occur in my life at the same time, during the same two-month period. And I was 20 20 years sober at the time, and my mindset about it as the result of continuously doing the steps to the best of my ability, as a result of prayer, meditation, doing inventory, my mindset about that period was not, I'm just living life in life's terms. My mindset was, where is God in this? God is in this. Of course, I don't think I'm entitled to anything. I think this is all a gift. That's me. I think this is house money, 100% through and through. I don't think I can be dealt bad cards. And that's kind of the same thing I'm saying. You either think you can be dealt bad cards or you don't. I don't. My job is to find God in every card dealt to me. And not hold on to the opinion of what cards are good and bad. 
remember when I first came crawling to Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I, I wanted one thing. I had one thing that I wanted. And that was to not want to drink. That was all I wanted. And then I had that. I got that. And then all of a sudden I wanted 20 things. And if I got 10 of them, I started to get disappointed. And uh, that's life on life's terms. And then I wanted 100 things. And if I got, if I only got 80 of them, it was like, phew. Sometimes I joke around with some people who I know are listening to the, the entitled character. Of course. Great. It's funny to us, you know, in, in part because just how absurdly beautiful life is and just how funny it is to complain about anything where you've come from where we have. But, you know. After a while, it's like, after a while, it was like, I, I live where I want to live. I do what I want to do. I'm with who I want to be with. I listen to what I want to listen to. I eat what I want to eat. I drive what I want to drive. I work where I want to work. And, you know, damn it, when will that ever, when is this going to stop? When will I catch a break? Oh, my gosh. That's life on life's terms, I guess. And I really try to stay far away from that mentality today. The amount of things that I take for granted is just astonishing. Even after a conversation like this, the amount of things we take for granted is just... Another thing about life on life's terms, it's like I, I, I don't know. What I really fear, what I really have a problem with is my own self-centeredness. That's what... That's what I don't trust and don't like. That's what I fear. I have come to see that is the enemy. Not life's terms. Life's terms are fine. My inability or unwillingness to look for God in whatever is happening. That is what I don't like and don't trust and have a fear of in terms of it growing. 
lot of my friends use that phrase. I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I'm not calling you out. It's not, it's a blanket statement. I've heard it hundreds of times for years. And those are my thoughts about it. To me, it's the opposite of a call of duty. It's a call. It's it's passive to me. To me, it's passive. To me, it's resigned. Where I feel like anything could be transformed with the right perspective and attitude. I really believe that. So I have been prescribing ACDC songs to people who have reached out to me for help. And I've gotten some awesome, they've gotten some awesome results from that. So if you are a scoffer, today's prescription, if I were a music doctor, would be to listen to Rising Power by ACDC. That's your prescription. I can't get enough of that song right now. When I, when, I, when the guitar solo comes in, I lose my mind. I'm like possessed. I lose my... It's hard not to say... It's hard not to just go off right now. I lose my mind when I hear that. A few quick updates. I've gotten some emails asking about these things. So... The cookbook I mentioned is still on. It's just, um, I haven't talked about it in a while, but it's still happening. The Recovery Kitchen. If you're interested, email me at Sarcastic Big Book. If you're interested in sending in a recipe along with a story, my wife is going to put together a cookbook with recovery-related tales somehow or stories from people who are in recovery about dishes so that's still on a while ago I threatened that something amazing a game changer was on the horizon it finally is it is happening it's getting very close now I'm almost ready to unveil what that is going to be but it's very exciting Um, more sarcastic daily meditations is almost done as well. Um, there's another book that's going to follow that. And then I'm going to do some serious stuff, a serious meditations book with no, none of my nonsense, none of the sarcasm in it. And, oh yeah, the phone number thing where I'm going to let people call me just talk about whatever they want. Um, that is happening also, coming soon. Stay tuned for more of that. So all these things are still happening. There's a lot going on. The modeling has really gotten in the way of a lot of it. You know, I can't help it that I'm this good-looking. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm sorry. These other things have to just be put on hold. Or put on the back burner. Not on hold, but just on the back burner. Just simmering. 
as they continue to beg me to take pictures of my bronzed beach bod. I'm going to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three on the East Coast. I'll give a shout out to the Black Rhinos, Sober Gratitudes podcast, now including Mondays with Mackenzie. I want to give a shout out to Podcast Greater Than Yourself. Did I say that already? We're going to. I recorded some things with them. We're about to record some new things with them, and it's very exciting. Um, what else did I want to say? I'll say hello to all the Canadians today who are still in town. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Cass. Hi, Kelly. You know the photo shoot that I'm doing? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm actually going to bench Cass for the next photo shoot. She bench pressed Dave. I'm going to bench press her while she's bench pressing Dave. And it's called Body Jenga. And it's, I think it's going to be hot. I think it's going to be hot. But more on that later. It's dumb. And I'll also say to anyone who needs to hear it that everything is okay. Everything's okay. Be a light. My old buddy took me to my second meeting. His name was Poolman Jim. He used to always talk about giving, being a taker or a giver. You want to be a giver, don't be a taker anymore. You can't be a taker anymore. So this weekend, go be a giver. Contribute. And, um, yeah. That's it. Listen to that song if you want. Anyways, I don't know why my life was saved, but on that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope that you'll do the same.